Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, we're live at Twin Cities Closet Company. I don't know why I pointed when I said it. Uh, yeah, I, I think you pointed to the, to the bank across the street. <laughs> yeah, so if you have any banking needs, they've got one of those here in Mound. That's exciting. <laughs> Um, all sorts of stuff. Hey, don't forget, there's a true value right down the street. That's right. Is that a true value? Well, you don't see true value hardware stores often anymore. I have one. Is that what that is? Down the street from my house. You think that's a true value? Is I that a true value? It says true value. Why would they put well, the I sign Well, I didn't know if it said no, that for sure. Say, why would they put the sign up? If the, wh- but I couldn't totally <laughs> see the sign. That's interesting how, how uh, like well-known that branding is because we have a tree that is in front of it, Correct. and it's a deciduous tree, not a coniferous tree, obviously, and so it's lost its leaves, and we're seeing through it, but we're not seeing the full thing. Tree talk, what? That's, that's who I am. You're just dying to get that in there. Just anyway. have a lot of deciduous trees. Anyway, there. we're at Twin Cities uh, Closet Company, okay, in Mount Commerce Street. I just want to tell you, before we get into our music news, and I do realize that I have a habit of saying something off topic before the thing that was scheduled, and I would like to apologize for the last six years of that. As I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm. Some days you're more aware of your tummy than other days, right? This is a no. For hi- me, it's every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. This is a uh, threat level midnight, like heightened awareness of my stomach today. Yesterday, I've been eating a little loosey goosey, right? It's the holidays, and uh, and I went and did a quick exercise downstairs, just like a fat burning, thirty minute cardio kind of a thing. Nice. And I came, and I had done that in a sweatshirt, and I came upstairs. Two things. First of all, went to take the sweatshirt off and had the momentary thing of, am I going to get stuck in it because my body was sweaty, so there was bad friction? But I wanted to keep the sweatshirt on because I wanted to ramp up the sweating that would happen while doing the exercise. Oh, I see. But then I have this moment, and I got stuck in a sweatshirt recently, and it was very, very scary because okay. I was like, I'm going to panic here. I, I will go from normal to like panic. Like what? Like what do you mean stuck? Like you're all twisted in there? Like sometimes women get curling iron stuck in their hair and they're like, ah, I can't get it out. Like what kind of what kind of stuck situation are we looking at here? Like we need to call the uh, I would have needed EMTs, someone to hand me the, scissors. Pol- the fire department. If they were okay. in the neighborhood, it would be helpful if they came by because they would have what I needed. I shouldn't even tell you this Is story. it a hoodie? You're going to get mad at me. Is it a hoodie? It was a hoodie. Okay, it's a hoodie. It's thick, it was a, I guess. No, this was a thin hoodie, which meant it's sort of like laid on your skin a lot. Okay. And then a combination of sweating, and it was like a weightlifting exercise. So sometimes then you get a... Donna, Humble brag. Okay. You get a pump. The blood, you're, you're forcing the blood into one part of your body, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. So then that actually grows oh, a little so now you're too big to get out of your sweatshirt your words not mine From Donna. all the work you were doing your with words, weights. oh not mine. i see and then i go to take the sweatshirt by the off. way that's the point of the whole story that's just not so the you point know. of the story that is not the point of okay, the story okay i get pappy gets stuck and pappy gets scared all of a sudden <sighs> i make my way out then i did it at, at the gym a couple weeks ago where i took a sweatshirt off while exercising and i just shirt on underneath it but then I had this momentary panic of, what if I would have just gotten stuck? And I'm there, and I've got my headphones on, and I'm having a good time, and I'm working out, and suddenly, this idiot, everyone in the gym would have seen a man stuck in his sweatshirt. So you're just like doing, twisting and turning I'm and like spinning going, I'm like around? I'm like taking it off. That's your okay. first mistake. You're taking it off from the back well, no, over I, your you head. You can do it either way, or if I want to do Arm. it seductively, Arm. crossed arms, and then bring it up. But either way, it was a, it was a friction problem. 
I'm what was so I sorry saying? for you. I don't know, but you just ate up four minutes of our music segment. As we land the plane, <laughs> last night, I then took the sweatshirt off, got it off successfully, and I sat on my couch without a shirt for about 15 minutes. Didn't mean to. Then my daughter turned on the overhead lights, needed to help her with homework. So now that's happening. And I just want to say that as I laid there, sort of like this, without a shirt, if you haven't done that in a while, been shirtless, half reclined on a couch, do it. You will get to know your body in a brand new way. And it was <laughs> jarring. I was looking the whole time like, holy hand, this is what's under this shirt. All the time. When I'm sitting mm -hmm. like this, you think, this is just, he's a person sitting. If I took my shirt off right now, hmm. you would pray for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This is our time to do music, I think. <laughs> Give me that beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. What kind of grades did you get in school? Up and down. Up yeah. and down. Yeah, yeah. up and down. Yeah. Some okay. good, some bad. Yeah. Early here. on, probably like Steve is not paying attention, talks too much. Senior year was my worst year. Really? Yeah, senioritis kicked mm. in. I was academically ineligible for a basketball game. And I usually was an honor roll student, but then I stopped doing stuff. Okay. Got accepted to a university, stopped doing stuff. And uh, I remember my coach called me in and he said, you will not be playing in tonight's game. And I said, why is that? And he said, you are academically ineligible. Wow. Which meant I think I had gone below a 2.5. I wish we could do that at work, right? Be like, I don't know if Steve is academically <laughs> eligible <laughs> for Monday's show. <laughs> We should do some sort of like just a general psych checkup. Yes, you know, how exactly. Are you? There have been a couple of days when your energy hasn't been what I would want it to be. When you've been coffee free, I mm -hmm. wish I could have put you in the penalty box those That's days. That's fair. That's you know? fair. Should we listen to the new Beyonce song? Well, we have about 30 seconds, so why not? Mike, what's the name of this song again? <laughs> it is called My House. If you watch the Renaissance movie, you're going to see this in the credits. Uh, and again, it's kind of for her Houston roots. It's like three songs in one. So I'll get okay. it started. I'm going to fast forward about 30 seconds. And I'm going to fast forward about a minute and a half, and you're going to get a vibe for the whole song. I have a question. Yeah. Is it actually three songs in one or are you describing the song as i would when it's too noisy i'm describing it as you would when it's too noisy okay, it's four okay, minutes and 22 right. seconds and it has like three different parts that feel like okay. completely different songs got it let's get it <laughs> here we go oh uh, it's interesting i like it's it interesting i think i dig it That's boy she had song. some she had some grit in her voice. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I'm gonna slide tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I love it. All okay. Right. Way to go, Bay. We gotta go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said Bay. Yeah, listen, you can I say Bay. It's fine. You know what? We're gonna uh talk to our friends from Twin Cities Closet Company when we come back, find yeah. out what they can do for me. <laughs> <laughs> and all of you. Yeah, this is an amazing showroom. If you ever have an opportunity, come on out. But we'll uh we'll talk to Jim Myers when we come back on my talk one oh seven one. Don't go away. Oh, hey, guys. You know what? If you are looking for health insurance, uh, here's the deal. It's still open enrollment, and you don't have to look any further than Minsure.org. I'm telling you, Minsure can help you find, choose, and enroll in comprehensive health, uh, health coverage. It's the only place where you're going to get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. This is a totally free service. You could find the right insurance for you and for your family. And keep in mind also that most Minnesotans do qualify for financial 
financial help. Certified Minsure assisters, they can help you in person. They can help you over the phone. If you'd rather do a virtual meeting, they can help you in that way. I know how overwhelming it can be to choose the right health care coverage. So it's really nice to know that there is free help out there. If you lost medical assistance or uh, Minnesota care, you can also uh, might be able to get Minnesota coverage through Minsure. Minsure does not sell health insurance. They help you find it. Get started today. Just go to Minsure.org. Donna's wearing mules, everyone. I am. Wow, this is my first time looking down at your feet. You usually don't allow that until the 10 o'clock hour. <laughs> um, mm. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, I got a whole situation. I'll stand up so you can see like what I, what I got going on. Yeah, the heel of this black sock looks... Like it has seen some better. Days. No, it's like a new sock. Did you walk through like powdered sugar Prob- and debris <laughs> earlier? I don't like it. You can't have a mule. It's a little dusty. And then have a dusty back end of your sock. I know. It was supposed to be like a nylon type of situation. Anyway, we digress. Sorry. Hi. Uh, welcome back. Hi. We are at a Santa stop right now. Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. It's a beautiful showroom. Uh, this is a family-owned business, and we've got uh, Jim Myers with us. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us out here. This is such a beautiful place. That's great. Love having you guys. Um, talk. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, do you do you get the same thing? Like, we've been here year after year. When people come in, do they respond the same way that we do, Jim? And we're always like, wow, this looks really nice in here. <laughs> Again, uh, we're further out on the West Metro, and then it's a long drive for some of the people in the cities. But you drive around the lakes, you see all the bays, you oh, see it's the beautiful gorgeous. homes. Yeah. It's great. And you get out here, and you're like, wow, what a great drive. And then, of course, you walk in the showroom and see a beautiful showroom. So it's really fun. That's exactly what happened. Is this the fourth happened. year we've done this? Or uh, third, it could third? be the fourth. We're, we're seeing a three from the back row. Uh, we got a three. Yeah, well, it's so which, fun to have you guys out here. This is just always something we love doing. So. Uh, it feels it's, like it's, an annual tradition for yeah, us. It's yeah. like, when are we going to Twin Cities Closet Company? Right, right. Well, I remember last year, too, the, uh, uh, a family brought in a whole ton of gift cards this time yeah last year they brought in like five cases of full of gifts it was amazing this time with gift cards but we're still looking for more gifts here i'd love to have people drop off some more gifts for the and you know we're here from we're here from nine until noon today jim but uh does the box stay here longer the box will be hanging here it stays okay your wife has given you a yes yes i'm gonna go with that yes (laughs) i'm gonna go with that too (laughs) yeah if you know it's good for you (laughs) that's right very very safe So, uh, but uh, talk to us a little bit about the people who do come in here and they're enamored with what they see. And we heard, you know, we have uh, someone who has actually used you guys right here in our audience today. Yes, but yes. I mean, it's got to be so cool because you take these spaces in their home that they're thinking, boy, this could be used better or look nicer, be more functional. And then you're kind of the dream maker. Well, we've gone through a whole process with our entire company about a culture of our company. Like, why do we do what we do? And just like the customer said today, we just we come in, we measure up your space, we make it just for you, you know. And so we have those capabilities, and of course the results are just a fabulous experience. And so people love working with us. Uh, we're very flexible with everything we do for our clients. I mean, we work with them from the from the beginning of the design to the manufacturing and the installation. Oh, wow. So. It's all under one big umbrella, and we're responsible for it. And we try to make the experience as best as possible. Is any job too big or too small? No. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> We've done, we're doing a couple uh, large projects right now that, that are fabulous homes. Uh, 
you know, some of the places out here on the lakes are, are phenomenally, you know, sized homes, and we yes. do a lot of work yeah. in there. And then we do a lot of downtown condos over in St. Paul. Those just, the, you know, people are downsizing and want to maximize those spaces, right. and that's what we do. Okay, I love it. Uh, boy, I'd, I'd like to scout some of these with you, Jim, where we could, I want to get into some of these homes <laughs> out on the lake here, because as I was driving in, again, if you do, yeah, we get it, maybe you don't, you're not in Mound every day, but it is a really pretty drive as you come through and some nice winding roads. Yeah. And then you see these these gorgeous homes there that are right along the lake. I, I want to stop and knock on their doors. I think that's frowned upon. <laughs> well, maybe not. It all depends on who you knock on, what door you knock on, you know. But uh, the, the the jewel of the lake, I mean, Lake Minnetonka is just such a jewel of, the, of Minnesota. It's just yeah. a beautiful place. It's huge. I don't know if people ever come out and see it much, um, you know, from the cities, but I highly recommend the drive to come on out and see it. It's, it's just it's so beautiful gorgeous. to drive around. I agree. Have you ever done like a boat? Done anything like on a boat or Believe a boat? Believe it or not, we have a friend of ours from our church that actually has a music studio on a boat, and he wants cool. us to do some a custom bed for him and some storage in the basement of it because he's trying to make it so people can come and recording artists can record on the upper up on the upper deck. Well, he's stay, got this studio downstairs. And then downstairs. they can stay in the basement while they're doing the recordings. It's a really neat project. Okay. Unfortunately, the, the boat got put away already uh, for winter, but uh, next year we'll, we'll tackle okay. that design. Yeah. So you, you, you'll do a custom studio? Like, let's say Steve wanted to redo the studio in his home. You could well, yeah. do all that yeah, kind of the, stuff? Yes, yes. We, we kind of glorify ourselves as uh, we organize every place of the home except kitchens. Kitchens are just too much of a bureaucracy countertops and plumbing oh, yeah. and garbage disposals okay. and all that stuff we but we we have the full capabilities of pretty much making anything that needs to happen in the home um i would imagine that there are a lot of people who are listening and they have uh if they have a walk-in closet which is like a really cool perk of a home anyway mm -hmm. many of them come just as empty space and then you've got that wire shelf um on the wall and aesthetically, it leaves a little something to be desired, but also functionally, <laughs> right. you just you hang your stuff and then you can stack stuff on top of it. I'd imagine uh, you've transformed quite a few of those in the past where somebody must walk in and say, holy crap, look at how much better this is now that we've used the space appropriately. That's the main that's the main that's the main use of the space is that utilize the whole verticalness of the wall right. uh, for your storage. Right. And so okay. by doing that, tearing out the, just the one shelf and, and double hanging things, you get a lot more space in your yeah. walls for more fun things like baskets and drawers and things. Right. Right. So uh -huh. Donna has a, uh, a full room gym dedicated. Right. She, she <laughs> got in a room <laughs> yes. and said this whole thing now will become my closet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause you know, some of these older homes you, excuse me, move into and they're so small. Yeah, you can't, tiny fit anything and then you know i had a room that wasn't being used i'm like guess what this is my closet now i had a house that was built in 1918 in south minneapolis and the the closet was only 18 inches deep what and Whoa. i was like yeah like what were they even thinking then i mean you can't even put your clothes in gonna say, i'm looking at hangers right, right. now right. Exactly. exactly so it was a strange design did you i did work on that yeah it was actually before i started my company i bought the house so i actually had it gutted okay. and painted but I couldn't make it because I didn't have the fancy equipment, you know? Right, And okay. then after I started my company back in 2001, we then were able to make it and customize it to fit the, what, that little tiny weird space we had. Wow. I'll tell you what, if you've got one of those closets or one of those spaces in your house that you look at and all the time you're thinking, boy, we could use this space better, might yes. do you well to reach out to Twin Cities Closet Company, see if they might be able to check out your space and help you to reimagine what that could be that better serves you 
and better serves your family. They've been great partners with us uh, for three years now, and we think that we'll continue this annual holiday tradition here into the future with our Santa project. Our thanks to the fine family team here at Twin Cities Closet Company. Jim, thanks for hanging with us. Love it. Thanks, This is great. Go to uh, tcclosets.com. You'll be able to see, like, all of their uh, beautiful designs right there. And stop out and drop off some more gifts. Yes, bring them by. We're going to be hanging until noon. We would love to see you today. We'd love for one of you to call in now, 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Boy. Hi there. Hi, Stevie Boy. Here for my buddies at Jan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Uh, what a great place to take advantage of the holidays in a couple of ways. You could book an opportunity to go out there, hang out, see a great show. Or you could also maybe give the gift of Jan Hassan Dinner Theaters. They've got gift cards, a great gift idea for so many on your list. Now, in the Fireside Theater, let me point to Ginger Commodore's Christmas with a whole lot of soul. you got Cat Perkins' North Country Christmas, Mick Sterling's Andy and Bing, and a vintage Vegas New Year, all featuring evening and matinee shows as well on the main stage of course jersey boys it's a must-see show great story great cast the singing is absolutely incredible and then you could also do a little something with stevie ray's comedy cabaret improv comedy friday and saturday nights chanhassendt.com what up hi welcome back uh it is the don and steve experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun it's a Santa stop for us today, so Donna and I are spending our Friday out at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. If you're in and around the area or could make it here by noon, we would love to say hello to you, and we'd love it if you could come and drop off an unwrapped gift as well. Maybe you stop by the store on the way out here. We've had a lot of generous folks who have already done that, so we want to keep overflowing the donation box that we have here. All of these will go to Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest, um, who we just love, and they're helping yeah, families go through a tough time. This time of year, let's send a little love their way. Absolutely. And we've got gift bags to hand out compliments of Twin Cities Closet Company. Yeah. Which was very nice. And we got some peanut and M and a little, little, little try again. And peanut M and M's. Which are great. <laughs> Where are the peanut M and M's? They're over there. Oh, really? They're right over there. You know what I like to do with the peanut M and M's? Eat them. That is true, Donna. But more specifically, I like to hollow it out. I sure. like to excavate the peanut from the middle. A little too many details. Let's play a game. Okay. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It's time to find out how smart the two of you are as we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Now, you two are celebrating uh, a Santa stop. You're doing a Santa stop, which is awesome. And uh, it's an opportunity to uh, build a game around an interesting theme. I found a list of the hardest to find toys for each holiday season. So, you know, you got okay. those toys each year that kind of go viral and they become difficult to find. And this has been happening since, uh, well, I mean, for decades now here at this point. So today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge is all about some uh, iconic holiday toys and gifts. Okay. You guys okay. sound really like nervous this about this topic. I am. I okay. don't have children. Well, know, no, Donna, these will be the, these were in the zeitgeist of pop culture each year, you all know? Right. Yeah, this is going to be good. This is great. And maybe Who do we have on the line, Maybe we can get some help from uh, Brenda. We'll see. Brenda's on the line to play with us. Hi, Brenda. Hey. Welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. How are you? Well, uh, now that I heard that topic, a little nervous. 
You know, Brenda, you're going to do great. Brenda, what's your story? I mean, where where are you calling us from right now? I am calling you from Minatrista. Oh. So kind of by, right by Mound, actually. I'm right around the corner. Excellent. Well, what the heck are you doing? Come over here. Say hello to us. Well, right now I'm doing this. Maybe I'll make it over there in the next half hour. Okay, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll be here. If you come by, just come in and say, hey, it's me, Brenda. We'll stop whatever we're doing and hug you. If you want to be <laughs> hugged. If you want to be hugged, we should say. Uh, okay, right. you heard the topic, Brenda, and you don't feel too confident with it. Donna doesn't feel too confident with it. The question is, could two negatives make a positive here? You have to decide if you'd like to team up with Donna or Steve. What say you? Well, normally I would go with my girl Donna, but... But we're talking toys, right? That's right. Yep. I'm going to have to go with Steve on this one, Donna. Sorry. Okay. By the way, no worries. Show, All right. Just so, just so you know, I was screaming fugitive, fugitive, fugitive the other day in the in my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. After, yes, that was one of our answers earlier this week. Uh, I didn't oh, kill my wife. I could have been a contender. I don't care. All right, I gotta go. Bye, Bye Donna. Right, hey, Brenda, Donna, you're gonna go on hold as well. You need to go, I think, onto the street. <laughs> no, you're still gonna hear it. You're a street lady now. Street lady. Street lady. Donna, okay. She's got to go all the way to the back. You know, it is nice uh, here at Twin Cities Closet Company, and more establishments should do this. They have a little white noise on in the oh. bathroom, and I have a great appreciation for that. I like it when I go into a home. And they have a very loud vent. I want the thing to sound like it's damn near broken. I think that's good. Back here, they have this little, like, Amazon Alexa kind of thing. Really nice touch. With that, I think Donna is safely in the bathroom now. All right. She can't hear us. That means we're going to play. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge again today. It's all about toys that uh, were popular during a uh, holiday season. So are you ready to go? All right. Ready. All right. Let's start it off with this one here. Video game consoles were all over this list, but one made it twice. The entertainment system from this company was first introduced in 1988 and then made it again three decades later with its preloaded mini version. Nintendo. Nearly 20 years after Tickle in the Elmo was all the rage, in 2013, a life-size Elmo that was named for doing this action to your child flew off the charts, or off the shelves. Uh, pass. Uh, created five years earlier, a shortage of this holiday gift caused near riots in 1983, believed to be the first toy to cause holiday shopping chaos. Nikes. Hey, Brenda. You better bring it, sister. Say the second one. Uh, Tickle Me Elmo was all the rage, but uh, 20 years later, there was one that did this action to your child that flew off the shelves. I do not like the phrasing of that question. <laughs> Let's run through these uh, for Brenda. Brenda, he felt uh, confident with Nintendo on that first answer. What did you feel about that one? Yeah, that was good. All right, let me read these other two for you. He didn't really uh, have answers for them. Nearly 20 years after Tickle Me Elmo was all the rage, in 2013, a life-size Elmo that was named for doing this action to your child flew off the shelves. Any guess? I'm guessing Dancing Elmo. Dancing Elmo, okay. We'll uh, take that. How about uh, for the final question? Created five years earlier, a shortage of this holiday gift caused near riots in 1983, believed to be the first toy to cause holiday shopping chaos. Oh, my God. It's the doll. It's the Cabbage Patch. You guys go with Cabbage Patch? Okay. Sounds good. That's your answer. You've locked that one in, and we need to get Donna back. 
All right, Donna's coming back. I am extremely suspicious of Donna today because she came out of the bathroom. She is doing an ear thing. Donna, do you think that you heard anything? I feel very <laughs> unsure of what I just saw. It felt like you were you were doing a one finger plug. Yeah, I swear, I promised. Really? Yes, really. All right. I promise. Welcome back. In that case, hey, hey, I'm not gonna lie. How about that white noise in their bathroom? Huh? Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's nice. probably why I couldn't hear anything. Maybe that's it. Yeah. All right. How'd you do? Um, I didn't do well, okay. but I think that Brenda helped me Brenda. possibly significantly. And Brenda was nervous. But you're going to do okay here, Donna. Okay. Ready. All right, let's get it going. Again, these are uh, all of the toys that were found on the list of some of the hardest to get holiday toys during the uh, different seasons for like the last four decades or so. So let's go with this first one here. Video game consoles were all over this list, but one made it twice. The entertainment system from this company was first introduced in 1988 and then made it again nearly three decades later with its preloaded mini version. Oh, shoot. I wanted to say Xbox, but I'm going to say Nintendo. Nearly 20 years after Tickle Me Elmo was all the rage, in 2013, a life-size Elmo that was named for doing this action to your child flew off the shelves. Oh, I don't remember. Created five years earlier, a shortage of this holiday gift caused near riots in 1983, believed to be the first toy to cause holiday shopping chaos. 1983 first? riots. A cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, the second one is a Tickle Me Elmo was all the rage. Okay, let's run through these answers here. No idea. Uh, we'll start with that first one. Video game consoles were all over this list, but one made it twice. The entertainment system from this company, first introduced in 1988, made it again with its preloaded mini version just a few years back. That's Nintendo. Yeah. Both got it right. Nicely Woo. done. Let's go to the Thank second you. one. Nearly 20 years after Tickle Me Elmo was all the rage in 2013, a life-size Elmo that was named for doing this action to your child flew off the shelves. That Elmo would sing and uh, do a bunch of things, but it was called Big Hug Elmo. It hugged you. Don't remember your that. Kiddo. Do you remember that, Steve? No, not at all. You gave Elmo Neither. a hug, and in 2013, he gave you a hug right back. Wow. That's kind of cool. I would all like right. to be hugged by a stuffed animal. That would be fun. I'm sure you can still get your what hands you on it. Sure. Check it out on eBay. Donna. Yes, I would. Very much so. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Created five years earlier, a shortage of this holiday gift caused near riots in 1983, believed to be the first toy to cause that holiday shopping chaos. It was Brenda who gave the answer of Cabbage Patch Kids. Donna said Cabbage Patch Kids as well, and you both got it right. Woo! Wow. Dang it. That means we're tied. That means You're we're right, tied. Donna. Heading to a tiebreaker. Brenda, nice job. All right. Yeah, Brenda. You. All right, that means uh, we go to that tiebreaker. You guys know how it works. I'm going to start reading this tiebreaker question. As soon as you think you know the answer, you yell at your name. I'll stop reading the question. If you're right, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent gets to hear the remainder of the question. Are the three of you ready? Yes. 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 All right, here we go. <laughs> tiebreaker question. She may have owned this summer, but Barbie was bested in the holiday season of 2001. 2001. Steve. Yep. Steve. Furby. That is incorrect. Brenda, so let's go. Still, oh, oh, Donna, Hatchables. That is incorrect as well. Now, Brenda, hear <laughs> this entire question because uh, I you. don't have a backup, but listen to this whole question. She may have owned the summer, but Barbie was bested in the holiday season of 20, uh, 2001. 
for the first time thanks to these dolls with big heads and fashion-forward clothes. Brenda, do you know the name of that doll? Bratz doll. Bratz doll for the win. Nicely done. Let's go, Brenda. Good job, Brenda. Right on. Yes. Hey, Brenda, it's the holidays. Tell Donna to suck it. (laughs) Suck it, Donna. All right. right. Thanks, Brenda. What's the score now that Brenda got me a victory? And she totally a Brenda effort today. Yeah, Cabbage Patch Kids and Brad Stalls certainly got you the victory. 128 to 122 is our score. Well, we got the whole month of December to go, or at least three weeks of it. Okay, that's true. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, we'll be gone for part of it, but yeah, okay. Plenty of stuff. Love it. Way to go. Brenda, thank you so much for listening, and uh, again, we hope that we see you out here today. I will try and make it. Okay. I love you, Brenda. Don't be weird, Steve. Sorry. Okay, now you're making it it weird all the time. That's my bad. It's real embarrassing. Anyway, we don't have time for a tip. Oh. Which is great because we don't have one. Oh, even worse. I know, right? Uh, let's see here. When we come back, my friends, I finally did finish a show. Okay. Which feels remarkable. I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. It's been so busy lately that it's just felt very, very difficult to squeeze in shows. But it, it took us a long time. But we finally finished Only Murders in the Building Season 3. Ooh. What they continue to do well. No spoilers. Don't worry if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, when we return, Don and Steve on my talk. Donna, what a blessing to do this show with you. Thank you. And I you. Thank you, Donna. All right, fine. Um, so we are live at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. It's one of our Santa stops, and we're collecting toys and gifts for uh, kids who are staying at the Ronald McDonald House. We'd love to see you. Just got a text message from my next-door neighbor. OMG, I love Twin Cities Closet Company. They redid all my closets in my old house, and I'm going to have them do mine in the kids' closets coming up. Great company, fabulous people, amazing customer service. Yay! How about that? How about that? No, you did read that I live Twin Cities Closet Company, but that's fine. I did? got it. Wait, what did I say? That's what I heard. Oh, I said I live instead of I love? Oh my God, I, I, I heard I live Twin Cities Closet oh, Company. That could be. I'm sorry. Then it started to sound like that script that we read yesterday. Of the, <laughs> the one that the AI produced by robots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Steve, anyway. I'm very impressed that you actually finished not just a show, but like every season of the show. I'm up to date that is, on a show. That's impressive. Uh, Only Murders in the Building Season 3 came out over the summer. And we started it shortly thereafter, but then it, we were just sort of, it's, a, it's unbelievable. You can blink. Two months goes by. You haven't seen an, another episode of a show that you really enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sure. then we started picking it up uh, a couple of weeks ago, redabbling. There are 10 episodes in Only Murders in the Building Season 3. And I got to tell you what they do, and don't worry, no spoilers, but what they do so well, there's always a murder involved, you know? And Wait, uh, how many murders can happen in one building? Why wouldn't they move out of there? Just That's, they, they are very self-aware of that. Okay. You know, they're, they're self-aware. It's part of the joke. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But any good murder mystery has to plant a whole bunch of different seeds. And you've got to get your attention in one direction and then shift the attention, then bring the attention back to a person. Sure. Then introduce something new, but now it circles back in a different way. They do a good job of, at the beginning of every season... You would never guess how it ends. 
And I would argue that even by the end of most episode nines of their 10-episode seasons, you still don't have it figured out. You might think you have part of it figured out, but you don't have it all figured out. Now, of course, they control the cards there, right? And so it's easy enough, I suppose, to to have a, a reveal later in a season. But you don't. this is not the kind of show where midway through you're going to be like, okay, boring, let's turn this off. I know how this ends. I know it's going to be this person. Right. And, and to a point where you kind of know a couple episodes in, well, they're focusing on this person too much right now, so it's not going to be them because we've got eight more episodes that we've got to go through. Sure. But they'll, they'll do some, it's a winding road, and you see some things, and then you come back and you see them again later. You forget about them. Now there's a new thing you've seen, but wait, what about that old thing that we already saw? Sure. They do a, it's a good, okay. it's a well-told murder mystery. And I remember the Hollywood Reporter had a review, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter, early on, and it said that season three was low on laughs. Totally disagree. I found this comedically on par with the first two seasons. Funny you say that because Rumi watches it. And I remember I was in the kitchen. He was downstairs and I knew he was watching. He was laughing out loud multiple times. I laugh out loud every episode. Really? Yeah. And I, I'm a big fan of Steve Martin and Martin Short and their style of comedy. But their whole cast of characters, it's a very well written show. And especially as time goes on. The, the characters become more endearing. Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short, the unlikely trio. Steve right. Martin and Martin Short, of course, but right. Selena Gomez, Gomez. Where did that come from? She's yeah. she's a really great fit with them. Um, and they just play their characters so well. And everybody's well-written. I love that it's set in New York. So I just, I, I like that. I went and looked. Remember on a trip to New York, uh, maybe a year or so ago, I went and found the actual building. Right. That the if you watch the show, it's the the murders in the building. The building is the Arconia, is what they call this uh, apartment complex. Actually, the building. So I went and found the real building. So like that you always see the pictures of, and that they're doing scenes in front of, and that was great because I like seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah, any, it's fun. Any kind it's of movie cool. or TV thing of hey, uh, they shot this here. I love that. Sure. So and I was going down this street in New York, like where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then I turned a corner, and then boom. There was the Arconia right cool. there in front of me. That's fun. But it turns out that that the Arconia is based off of another apartment complex that is about a fifteen-minute walk the other direction. Okay. That is called the Ansonia, and that is a real-life place that they base this off of because there have apparently been quite a few murders, deaths, <gasps> murders, things that have happened. Okay. At the Ansonia. So they're calling it the Arconia, based on the. Are the Sonia. what did I say? Ansonia or yeah. Sonia? If you Whatever. like Arconia, you'll love the Ansonia. Sonia. But they do a totally different building. But if you're ever in New York in the Upper West Side, you can go and scout these things out. Um, it is pretty fun. But it was it was really cool. enjoyable. And you might be proud to know that we finished this at like twelve thirty a.m. last night. What? You were up that late? Late night? Yeah, late night indeed. It's impressive. Yeah, and then. It was. It didn't feel like a great decision this morning, but we were happy that we finished it. Here you are. We are. That's awesome. All right, I have some questions about the show. So, Selena Gomez, she like knits or something, right? She's like a knitter. Uh, I thought she was a knitter. No. Crocheter? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. What does she do for a living? Question. I'm thinking back to season one. Um, I don't know what she does for a living. What are those two? I, one of them's like a retired, retired Broadway actor, guy. Retired, yeah. Martin Short is like a retired Broadway director. Okay, trying to reignite his career. 
uh, and that's and Steve Martin's character. He played Brazos on this show. He was like a cop. It was like a crime okay. show. Okay. And he was Brazos, and he is still living on the afterglow of his time on Brazos, though it wrapped decades ago. Got it. Okay. Okay. Which makes the him always calling back to his character. Well, people know me from Brazos. You right. Remember from Glory Brazos. days. Yeah. Him bringing that up. Uh, Martin Short always trying to reference his accolades. Right. You know, it, it's just it's such a well put together show, and the music in it is great. Maybe I'll watch everything this. about it. is very, It is very enjoyable, and they're all like thirty or thirty five minutes. That's episodes. my favorite part. The shortness, yeah, of the episodes. Yes, yeah. I don't the know Martin why shortness. you didn't watch it. I think I watched the first episode and a half, and I'm like, I, I don't know, it just was not hitting me. And I think they're adorable. They're super cute. I just, I guess, I just never went back. And Rumi moved on without me, and then I just thought, ah, there's other stuff. Well, this year they had uh, the additions of Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep. That's right, Meryl. Meryl Streep, wonderful in this. How's Paul Rudd? Uh, he's very good. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. What's his character? He is the uh, he is the lead in a play that okay. Martin Short is directing. Got it. So okay. Martin Short is trying to do his his revival on Broadway, okay. and Paul Rudd comes in as a movie star who is now taking a turn on Broadway. Got it. And uh, yeah, so there are some interesting things that happen there. He's great in it. Everybody's great. Every, okay. Everybody you enjoy. Do you think Selena Gomez is Emmy worthy? I Maybe haven't not watched yet. a lot. No, I would say yes, but only because I haven't watched a lot of shows. So I just want to give a little, sure. little grain of salt there. I did not sit down like some guild member right, and, and watch compare. all the screeners. Okay, This was the first show that I have finished in months. I'm impressed. Thank you for but sharing But you should it. be equally unimpressed, too, because the, I am not at a uh, high-quantity entertainment space. You know what I did see, though, the other day that I did see and finish was... Uh, the new documentary on Amazon Prime about Barry Sanders, former Detroit Lions running oh. back. Oh, oh gosh, what's it called, Mike? Is it Run Barry Run, or yes, Where'd Barry like Go, that. or Bye Bye Barry? I think it's yes, Bye Bye Barry. Bye Bye Barry. Um, it was really good, really, it, because Barry Sanders he retired at the height of his powers, and he was so everybody thought, dude, you got like three, four, five more years in you. You could become hold every running back record. But he sort of suddenly retired at the age okay, of 31. I do remember this. And he was like a video game on the field. He was What he would do was incredible. That was a really well-done documentary. Where do we find that? That's on uh, Prime Video, okay. Amazon Prime. Why did he retire? Was, it, was he the guy who retired because of his mental health? He was like, nope, don't, I'm done. No, no, this was, this was not that. He retired uh, in like the late 90s, okay. uh, maybe 97, oh, okay. 98. And uh, it was it was an interesting choice that he walked away, kind of like Michael Jordan walked away at one point. Now, that was after his father passed away and his first retirement. He left at the age of 30. I think he was. Wow. Um, and then he left and came back and won more championships a year and a half later. Barry left, never came back, never really talked. I talked about it, wouldn't do interviews. He's just sort of been this interesting sports figure that you always wanted to hear more from and see more from. And you get both of that in this documentary. What does he do now? He lives. You know what I mean? I mean, don't we all? He's just retired. He's, he's living retired. the retired life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got grown sons, and okay. they're at the table with him saying, Dad, why did you retire? Like, it's kind of interesting how they how they pulled it all together. But that's a great one, too. So I guess okay. I'm watching more than I thought yeah, I was. Yeah, see, you are. I'm watching some old, I watched an episode of New Girl last night. Nice. Watched an episode of 30 Rock last week. What am I? Gene Shallot?
Well, are you going to watch Saturday Night Live tomorrow? Probably not. I haven't oh, yeah. watched all season. Me either. All right. Good talking to you. Okay, Don. I'm going to take right. a break now. All right. I'm going to take a break as well. We'll come back. When we do, we've got a fresh new Dirt Alert next on my talk.